Hi, I'm Adewale Adejumo. I build businesses and I also teach people how to take control of their lives. You are listening to the Happy Like Buddha podcast where I'll be bringing you some of the best personal growth mentors and entrepreneurs on the planet and they will be sharing the best ideas on personal growth for mind, body, spirit and work. A word from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by dropstore.co.za. If you want to start an online e-commerce business, Dropstore helps you create an online website and it helps you find products from suppliers to sell on your online store, add them to your online store and ship them directly to your customers easily. You will never have to pay upfront for an inventory, which keeps your risks very low. Visit dropstore.co.za to find products or to distribute your products to the thousands of resellers on the platform. Use Dropstore to start and grow your online business today. Hey, welcome to the Happy Like Builder podcast. My name is Adewale Adejumo. Today, I will be talking to you about how to release your brain growth hormone, BDNF. So in case you're wondering what BDNF is, um, BDNF is your brain growth hormone that keeps your brain from aging. And it is a protein um, called the brain-derived neurotropic factor. And this could, be the, uh, this could be the answer that can keep you mentally switched on for life. This is because BDNF, it, 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 it helps to produce new brain cells and it helps to strengthen existing ones and also helps with uh, with decreasing depression, it helps to boost weight loss and it helps to protect against neurogenerate, neurodegenerative diseases. And as you get older, your levels of BDNF naturally starts to fall. And with a few well-placed daily habits, you can release more BDNF all the time and keep your brain resilient and also priming it to, to help your brain grow stronger. So. The ways for you to increase the BDNF include exercising, meditation, deep sleep, sunlight, and the things that block BDNF include things like stress, sugar, and social isolation. So I hope that helps you to shed a little bit of light into why exercise is highly promoted by sports professionals, by by, um, by mindset coaches, transformation coaches, life coaches, meditation, deep sleep. You know, talking about deep sleep, right? I used to sleep really, really, really late before uh, and wake up, um, wake up, wake up around seven o'clock in the morning. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong, um, you know, with with sleeping late and waking up early. But what the recommendation has about about sleeping late and waking up maybe a little bit later than most people is that like is that is that when you do when you do that your bdnf hormone production in your brain is not as primed as say if you had to go to bed earlier and wake up earlier and and when you do the, and when the first thing you do in the morning is exercise exercise first thing in the morning sweating the first thing in the morning can help you produce one of the highest levels of BDNF. And that's when you do that regularly, as compared to if you just woke up late in the morning, jump straight into the shower, at breakfast, you go to work, 
your brain doesn't secrete as much BDNF. So what I want you to do is take a moment and imagine yourself at 80, 90, and even, you know, 100. And I want you to imagine your brain to be as sharp and your memory to be as good as it is today. Okay, that is not a pie in the sky dream. It's, it is simply a little protein that's called the brain-derived neurotropic factor, the BDNF. And that could be the answer to keeping you mentally switched on for life. High levels of BDNF will rapidly rewire your brain and help you learn faster, help you remember better, and it's going to help you to age slower. So, you know, when you're thinking of the BDNF, you, I want you to think of it as the fertilizer for your brain because you have billions of neurons. And BDNF is, is what keeps those neurons flourished and strong. And because when you release BDNF, it flips on the switch on a series of genes that grow brand new brain cells and pathways. And it also, and also helps to strengthen the neurons that you already have along with keeping you mentally alert, improving your memory. So what do you do to feed your brain? What do you do to, not even to feed, to fertilize, to fertilize your brain? Because feeding your brain, you know, can be seen as like reading and stuff like that. But what do you do to fertilize your brain to make sure that when you are, you know, as you grow older, that your brain remains as sharp as it is today? Before I proceed further, I'm going to just give you, you know, go a little bit more into detail on some of the benefits of BDNF, which is which are that it helps to increase your brain's plasticity. And what this means is that your brain cells get damaged when you face stressful situations. And what BDNF does is that it protects them and helps them come back stronger. Another thing is it helps you to, to ease depression. Okay. And how this happens is that the neural the neural pathways become more flexible instead of shutting down, which could explain why higher levels of brain-derived neurotropic factor are associated with warding of depression. It helps to 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 um, boost weight loss, and it has been shown in overweight people that the lower their BDNF levels. This is because BDNF has been shown to be lower in people that are prone to obesity. Which is why it is so important for you if you want to if like if you want to keep very healthy and you want to avoid, you know, gaining weight and becoming overweight to have some to have really really good sleep, exercise, live a less stressful life because you will find that Often people that have really, really, really stressful lives also are quite prone to become to gaining weight and to becoming obese. It also helps to prevent like neurode neurodegenerative diseases, and this is because in one study, it had, like, like it has been shown that high BDNF levels helps lower your risk of developing disorders such as Alzheimer and Parkinson's diseases and even when everyone started tracked a group of adults for 10 years and found that those with the highest level of BDNF 
develop, developed dementia in Alzheimer's 50% less of the time than those that than, um, than those with lower levels of this protein called BDNF. So as you get older, your levels of brain-derived neurotropic factor naturally starts to fall. And with a few well-placed daily habits, such as exercising, sleeping well, having a less stressful life, you can keep your brain resilient and prime it to growing stronger. Okay, let's dive deeper. So with exercise, what kind of exercises should you be doing? Doing endurance exercises, you release a protein called the FNDC5. This is the fibronectin type 3 domain containing protein 5. That's a mouthful, okay? <laughs> the FNDC5 in turn increases the brain derived neurotrophic factor, the BDNF factor, by about 200 to 300%. And, and in some other study, right? Men who cycled daily for three months nearly quadrupled their resting BDNF. So if you were ever thinking of maybe picking up cycling, cycling is one really, really good way for you to increase your BDNF factor. And strength training exercises, let's talk about that. Does it increase BDNF or not? Yes, it does increase BDNF, but not only for a few minutes of post-workouts. Okay, you, sh you, sh you should opt for moderately intense cardio. And the reason, the reason why... So, what about swimming and cycling and yoga? And um, if you're not a fan of running, you can also pick up swimming as well. You can also pick up fast-paced yoga. The point is to do anything that gets your heart rate going. Something that helps you sweat will help you increase your BDNF levels. And one of the best times to, to actually exercise, scientifically shown, is first thing in the morning. You can exercise at any time of the day. Sure, you will increase BDNF, but if you're wanting optimal levels of BDNF release in your body, the best time to do it is very early in the morning. Let's dive a little bit deeper into deep sleep. So you release BDNF during your deeper stages of sleep. And there are four stages of sleep, right? There are, there's the cycle where, and you cycle through those four stages every 90 minutes or so. So on average, you spend about a third and a half of the night in stages three and four, the ones that give you deep restorative sleep. With a few bio-acts though, you can drop into deep sleep faster and stay there longer in each sleep cycle. And, that's, and what that means is that more BDNF is released and, and you get also better rest in less time. And let's move on to the next one, which is meditation. Here's a fact. Stress is toxic to BDNF. So, it is no surprise that meditation helps you with your increase in BDNF. And this is specifically to strengthen areas of the brain that correlate with pain tolerance, body awareness, your thinking, your memory, your emotional control, your happiness, and your attention. 
So if you want to start meditating, what's recommended is that you start meditating for about five minutes every morning. And again, one of the best times to meditate is in the morning, right after you wake up. And on some days you may want to you may, you may want to quieten your mind, and on some other days your thoughts may run rampant. But when beginning with meditation practice, don't get too attached to the result, because with meditation consistency is more important than than you getting it right. There actually isn't there actually isn't like a right way or like. If, like you shouldn't be wanting to get meditation right what's more important is that you make it a habit and I would really love to challenge you to try and give meditation a chance by meditating every single day get a and how do you meditate you can you can easily download any app online you can go onto YouTube and find a guided meditation session and you can follow that every single day for 30 days and you can come back and leave a comment on this post and let me know how your experience has been or you can inbox me on Instagram at TheRealWaleyadeJumo and let me know how meditation has helped you and changed your life and by the way if you're not following this podcast yet just click that follow button whether you're on, whether you're on Podbean, Spotify or Apple it's always good to see new subscribers to this podcast and one other one other way that bdnf is actually released quite well is through the use of psychedelics now i know that psychedelics is not legal in all countries so you, you, you know you will, you will always need to remember that if you're going to try psychedelics you have to do it responsibly and when I'm talking about psychedelics, I'm talking about psilocybin. Psilocybin is the active ingredient that you would get from, say, shrooms, for example. And another psychedelic is something like LSD. Other psychedelics that are more widely known and used, especially in like South America, are things like um, ayahuasca. You know, you can go on many ayahuasca retreats in South America and in South Africa as well, where I'm based. There are so many, actually, a lot of countries in the world where you can go on the ayahuasca um, retreat. And this is because it helps with the increase in BDNF production and also neurogenesis. And if you wonder what neurogenesis is, neurogenesis is a process by which new neurons are formed in the brain. And this is crucial when an embryo is developing. And also, it continues in certain parts of the brain um, regions after birth and throughout your lifespan. So, psychedelics does help. And it's a reason why psychedelic-assisted uh, therapy is something that, you know, is something that is used currently to help people that have um, depression and people who are suffering um, PTSD. Maybe because it helps with the rapid rewiring of the, stubborn, of the stubborn pathways that are causing them pain. But I know that the psychedelics is something that is definitely used to help people with, uh, with neurogenesis and help people who are suffering from depression. Another thing is polyphenols. And polyphenols is just a fancy, um, fancy word. Well, it's not just a fancy word. It's like it's actually something that is... That, that is found 
in some of the common foods that we actually eat like for example coffees contain high levels of polyphenols green tea dark chocolate blueberries and some colorful vegetables they are all very excellent sources of polyphenols so if you're not drinking your coffee if you're not if you're not having your green tea eating your blueberries dark chocolate i would highly recommend that you include those foods in your diet because these these polyphenols are antioxidants that stimulate bdnf and they also help to protect your brain from from different forms of stresses personally i have coffee in the morning i'm not really a fan of green tea but i am definitely a fan of dark chocolate and a fan of blueberries and i try and have as many colorful vegetables as possible so it's highly recommended that in order for you to increase your levels of bdnf have your coffees in the morning now guys can you see how the things that increase your bdnf are some of the things that most people actually do very early in the morning you imagine waking up in the morning you wake up you meditate you 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 have a cup of coffee you exercise you you've already done three of the three of the very important things for you to actually increase your levels of bdnf actually four four and the reason why i'm saying four is deep sleep if you sleep early and you make sure that you have a nice good relaxing deep sleep you've already done four of the things that helps you to to um to increase to increase bdnf in your brain another factor is hypoxia hypoxia this is depriving your brain of oxygen for a brief period of time okay and this can help you to increase levels of bdnf so how can you do this <laughs> it's just with simple with simple breathing exercises and one simple one exercise method that you can try is the wim off method if you don't know what a wim off method is i'll 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 advise you to google it but what i often do is i just often just slow down my breathing I breathe in very very slowly this is i do this during my day to and this helps me to calm down and relax and i'll be feel really 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 relaxed so i breathe in slowly for five seconds and then once i've breathed in for five seconds slowly i hold my breath for five seconds and then i breathe out slowly for five seconds so i can do this for up to 10 times and this is this can really help you to release more bdnf in your body another factor that helps you to release bdnf is sunlight so if you want to exercise i would, I would advise get out into the sun you know go go and exercise in the sun that's something that i do like almost every single morning because my exercising is often outdoors on the beach getting some sunlight because simple sun exposure can increase your bdnf factor and it, and it helps you and it helps with increasing your mood um it helps with increasing vitamin d production which can also actually help with um decreasing the risk of skin cancer and this is provided that you don't that you, you know that you don't stay out in the sun too much and you don't burn yourself so i would highly recommend that you get us into the sun 10 to 20 minutes a day Leave your sunscreen and your sunglasses at home because you want the UV rays 
18 photoreceptors on your skin and on your retinas. Another way to increase BDNF is intermittent fasting. It is something I don't do um, consciously, but when you eat all your daily calories during a set period of time, you increase your BDNF. And in one study with, you know, and this was done with mice with Huntington's diseases, a neurogenerative, a neurodegenerative, <laughs> a neurodegenerative disorder, okay, who were put on an intermittent fasting diet showed a slower progression of the disease than mice fed in a normal diet. The fasting mice had higher levels of BDNF, suggesting that the intermittent fasting can boost production of this protein and therefore protect against brain atrophy. So, what blocks BDNF? Stress. I'm not gonna go too much into detail about that. Stress blocks BDNF because we all know what stress is. Another thing that blocks BDNF is eating sugar. And fructose in particular, it blocks production of BDNF. So what you wanna do is you wanna cut out those sweets. Uh, you wanna swap sugar for one of these high quality alternative sweeteners and not splendor or aspart or aspartame okay so if you're struggling with sugar cravings so try taking a 30 day no sugar diet personally i don't take in extra sugars and i'm very conscious about the sugar the extra sugar the, the extra sugar that's added to things like our cereals our muesli etc and even in even in a juice that i have because a lot of the juice that says um you know like less sugar or whatever you'll actually find that there's actually added sugar in most of the processed foods that we have so just be conscious about that and another thing that, that helps you to, to decrease that decreases bdnf um, production is social isolation so lack of meaningful mental stimulation can lead to lower levels of bdnf because social isolation contributes to things like depression and depression decreases BDNF. So make it a point to spend time with friends, family regularly because the, the complex richness of social interaction challenges your brain and keeps it adaptable. In conclusion, BDNF is one of the most powerful biological triggers for sharpening our minds. And I would love you to incorporate at least one or several of the habits that I've laid out for you today in your daily life to help you think faster and better. And for more brain hacks, subscribe to this podcast and I'll share more with you on the next episode. I'm Adewade Dejumo and this is the Happy Like Buddha podcast. I would love to connect with you on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Facebook, you can find me at Adewale Adejumo. On Instagram, at TheRealWale Adejumo. And on Twitter, at Wale Adejumo. If you enjoyed that episode, please subscribe to the Epilogue Builder Podcast so that you do not miss new episodes we will release. And I will see you on our next episode.